Okay, fantastic. So this is the first ever, welcome, um, bonus call where we're focusing on special diets. And so I've got some stuff prepared. So plan for today is um, just, I thought I'd just go through like my story with special diets <laughs> um, and then how to actually ha create like a naturally healthy mindset when you do have special dietary requirements that you need to take care of because I guess for the I'll go yeah I'll go into the detail on that when we get there and then we'll talk about like the actual so first of all we'll talk about mindset then we'll talk about the actual practicalities of special diets I've got some resources to share and then we'll open up to coaching so that is plan for today um Okay, so, and yeah, just as always, just type in the chat as we go, right? And since it's just you and me, um, we can, yeah, like just, just jump in if you, if you have any questions. Um, so I guess the first thing I wanted to share is like my story. So basically, you know, I have um, diabetes. So I started kind of on this low carb journey and that was really helpful for me in terms of, you know, managing my blood sugar, getting my cycle regular, you know, being able to have children, all those sorts of things. And, but I think the thing is that I was really fortunate with was because I had a training, like I had a background in nutrition, like I didn't ever go to a doctor and a doctor said, Jules, you have to do this. Like, you know, like it was always my choice and it was me just experimenting with things and seeing how different foods made me feel. And I remember when I first um, like started, I heard about the paleo diet and I read a book about paleo and I was like, right, I'm going to experiment with this. It was my decision. And I just felt so much better because I'd actually been like going through a sourdough bread phase where I was making my own sourdough. So we're having like bread every day for lunch and like eating a lot of, a lot of gluten and a lot of carbs. And I just went from like, oh, okay. When I, like when I, switched to having like salads and different abundance bowls and things for lunch I felt so much better in the afternoon like I wasn't tempted to like go back and have sandwiches and start baking sourdough bread again like occasionally I guess I would miss it a little bit but I felt so much better in myself that it was just a no-brainer like it was like I was so internally motivated to change and same with like you know when my cycle like just seeing how my cycle changed went because I have PCOS so it went from being this random like you know hardly ever like to which is terrifying if you're trying to you know start a family to you know relatively not like clockwork but you know within like you know kind of five weeks instead of the four-week cycle um and that's like so I was just like yeah this this is working for me and my thoughts around it were all really positive um and so I didn't have a lot of like oh, uh, you know, it's not fair, I can't eat rice or whatever, because I was just really saw it as my choice. And yeah, like that was really helpful. And I guess it might, taking a step back, like my history with special diets, my, my first exposure to it was like my dad um, did an allergy test and because he was having a lot of gut problems and um, depression problems and a lot of health problems. And one of the things is um, that, came up for him was um that he yeah like had an allergy to wheat um so gluten dairy peas and something else 
I can't remember what the other thing was, but um, yeah, like at the time, I remember that was like my first exposure to it. I remember it was like this big drama for my mom, and she would like cook, you know, stuff for dad, and then he would still go like, and so she was going out of her way to like suit his dietary requirements. But then, in, and he was like, he was very happy that, that she was doing that. But then he'd go and binge on bread, and she'd just be like, oh, you know, <laughs> like, and and I. I like now, like knowing what I know now and like, you know, I can imagine how much, how hard that would have been for her and how frustrating, but also like how hard that was for my dad as well, because he was like, he, you know, the doctor had told him it wasn't his choice. And so he like, and he didn't have like coaching tools or awareness around it. So then he was like craving bread, feeling, binging on it and then feeling really bad because like, you know, he's disappointing my mom and she's like getting angry with him. And it was just this like cycle of like, it was really hard. It was really challenging. And I just like look back now and I wish I had have had awareness so that I could have helped both of them through that because there was so much needless suffering that went with that. And the other really interesting thing with my dad's food sensitivities is like he got, you know, this is like, you know, 20 years ago. So now he's, you know, he's got help with his depression. He's on medication for that. That's he's really stable. His mood's really good. Um, and he's actually been able to, like, he doesn't have those sensitivities anymore. We've got him to a really good place where his gut health is, is good. His mental health is good. And he's able to have um, bread. So I cook for him. Um, but he's still, you know, he has bread, he has uh, dairy. I don't cook a lot of, like, I'm not you know, cooking pasta for, for him. I'm giving him like the types of food that I eat. Um, but, you know, if he goes out somewhere, he'll have a sandwich or if he, you know, he's, so he is able to have these foods and he's able to tolerate them. So I think like that's kind of an interesting thing to keep in mind with a lot of this special diet stuff is that it, it can, sure, there are things that, you know, you will, like if you've got a peanut allergy, that ain't going to change. Like, however, like, you know, just because you're dealing with it now doesn't necessarily mean it's going to be something that you're dealing with for the rest of your life. Like you, you our guts can heal, our bodies can heal. So I think just remembering that can be really helpful as well. And then more on my, um, my, my story with this. So then like not more recently um, in our family, like, so I've got two small boys. They don't have dietary requirement, any, any special dietary issues, um, but they are like, you know, they're, they're, they're just normal kids. Like they're not, I, I, I wish they would eat more vegetables. I don't like to think of them as fussy eaters, but they're not adventurous, that's for sure. And particularly my young oldest one, he's eight. So he's kind of getting to be a little bit more where he'll try stuff. Like I cooked some, some baba ganoush last night and he, he actually tried it, whereas Bimbo was like so much drama around it. But just feeding, feeding those guys, like I just, I, I'm, don't, I'm not making it a big deal, even though like the types of food that they like to eat is very different for me. It's like, I just like serves different sides for them. And it's just, it's not a big drama. Um, and one thing I have been experimenting with them is rather than like giving them pasta and rice all the time, 
like we still like they're going to have fried rice tonight so what, like what we're doing tonight is we're having fried rice so they'll have actually i'll cook rice with and i'll mix in a little bit of cauliflower and have eggs and cashews with it and i'm going to have like fried rice but it's mine's going to be cauliflower rice so like i'm yes i'm cooking two separate meals however i'm going to be really happy they're going to be getting a little bit of my cauliflower they're going to be happy with their rice so like you know that's that that will work that works really well for us and I've but I've also been playing around with like the, like last night we had um most of my Irishman cooked chicken and in the new wood fired oven which was really good um and in the past I would have like cooked potatoes but my Irishman didn't really want to have potatoes because we'd have potatoes the night before um so I would have had some sort of carb for the boys but I just thought I wonder what will happen if I just give them chicken and um i cut up some carrots and some like cashews so they had nuts and also i cut up some peach because we have some beautiful ripe peaches so they were getting their like they love all those things they gobbled down the peaches they had the chicken i didn't have to actually cook anything separate for them and you know they had enough to eat they were happy they ate all their chicken and they probably ate more chicken than they would have if they had have had their um if i had have had some pasta or rice for them so i was just like this is a winner <laughs> um so that's that's definitely yeah like serving them fruit is really i think that's a fun way with kids to get them to have more vitamins and more fresh food without this kind of drama of trying to get them to have the vegetables like because they're naturally like they love having apple they love having berries they love um they love peaches so it's like that's a really fun thing um, and then my, the final part of my story is that, that's ongoing at the moment is like my Irishman's had a lot of, lot of problems with his gut health and to, yeah, like really like, you know, lots of like, like really painful, really, you know, not fun stuff. And so he's kind of been on a journey with that. And his most recent thing in January was um, that he was trying this low sulfur diet, which was like, I can't remember what the rules were, but there was like, you know, the, the usual diet stuff of like, there's this list of foods that you can have, it's list of like all these things, you can only have stuff on the list. And, um, and in the past, I would have like, that would have been a drama, but I was just like, okay, we've got the list on the fridge. <laughs> like, what is it? And I was just like, I really focused on what are the things that are on this list that he can have come basically, and just focus my mind on that. I didn't make it a drama. So it was pretty much he couldn't have any brassicas and so no broccoli, no cabbage, none of all my favorite things that I'm growing in the garden. So I was just, but he could have zucchini and stuff. So I was like just tweaking it to what suited him, but really focusing on what was working and also just treating it with, from the mindset of that, you know, it's a temporary thing. Like it was only like for a few weeks that he needed to do that and it didn't really make a difference. So it was kind of, we were all doing it as an, an experiment. Um, but it wasn't wasn't a big, big deal, even though like if you looked at it, it was pretty restrictive list of what he was able to and not able to have. Um, but yeah, like it was, it was really, it wasn't, it was actually quite easy. So um just wherever you're at with your special dietary requirements, just remember that it's, you know, changing your mindset around it is really the key. So what, like, let's talk now about like this naturally healthy mindset and how we can apply it to special dietary requirements. Because like what, what I teach for most people that is, you know, the, like is this idea that there's no bad foods. And for most of us, that's so true. Like, you know, having 
whatever, you know, junk food or whatever isn't actually a problem unless we're having a lot of it a lot, you know, often. And so really just it comes down to this idea of like all food's fine if you get your quantities right. And <laughs> so if your quantities are in balance, then, you know, it really doesn't matter so much what you eat. Of course, it is like, that being said, you know, it is, there are some foods that it's easier to find balance with your quantities than others. But, you know, as a general overall principle, I think this idea of no bad foods is really helpful because then there's no, you don't get into this mindset of like, oh, it's forbidden and I can't have it. And then that build that building the desire for whatever it is that you can't have. Um, which, you know, for my dad, that's exactly what he would have been going through is like, he can't have bread. So then that's building his desire for bread. And of course, you know, it's late at night and all of a sudden he's like, you know, there's bread in the house and he's, he's going for it. So, so for most people, and in most cases, like, yes, I think that's totally the way forward. However, so what happens if you do have something where your body is actually physically reacting to it? So the thing to the, I guess the first thing that we want to look at is just remembering that it always comes back to our thoughts. So just this idea that it's TEA. So thoughts that create our emotions and our emotions drive our actions. So if we want to change any actions and if we want to change how we feel about something, so it doesn't become this drama, we just need to look at the thoughts that we're having about whatever the situation is. So in this case, if you've got a special dietary requirement, we just need to look, look at the thoughts and the mindset that you have around that. And by changing the thoughts that you're have, having, that's going to change how you, how you feel about the situation. And that, that from that place, that'll change the actions that you have. And so naturally healthy mindset, I think the most, like the kind of easiest mindset shift to make in with this, if you do have special dietary requirements that you need to take care of, is then going like just when you're thinking about it, just delete the words I can't <laughs> from your brain. So if you ever hear yourself, I can't have this, I can't have that, just go, hey, oh, no, no. And instead, what we want to do is I don't. And just that, that shift of like, I don't eat gluten versus I can't eat gluten. That feels like if you think about, it, I can't have gluten, that feels like, oh, it's not fair. You know, it just brings you into that kind of feeling of like, you know, it's like I'm hard, hard done by. Whereas if you're saying I don't, it's feeling you know, that brings up feelings of like, I'm empowered. Like this is my choice. And it's a completely different feeling. So it's a really little change, but just focusing on that, those thoughts of like, I don't, and even more powerful is, is, is which is totally where I am with my carb journey is like, I don't want to, I don't want to eat like rice and I don't want to eat bread. Like occasionally I might, but, um, but really, you know, I want to eat what feels good for me. And so I, I think that's really, really key is just this thought. And it's as simple as that. It's like shifting your thoughts from can't to I don't. Um, and that is really the big, big difference. Um, and then like what we want to do is just 
like, and I, I guess to take a step back, another thought that I think is really helpful is just to be re- to remember because another thing that can get us into the not fair is like when we think about other people, like other people can eat whatever they want and I can't, right? And the thing is that, um, you know, everyone has something wrong with them as a human like as an animal like everyone has something that doesn't work properly physically so whether that's you know you're blind or you're like you, know, you have depression like my dad like his blood his brain chemistry isn't you know does, needs help um or you know you know you might be like maybe your little finger got chopped off and you only got four fingers like we all have something or that doesn't work well and so what it Uh, the way I approach it is like with my diabetes, like aren't I lucky that I actually know what the problem is? Because there are people out there that don't feel good. They don't know what's wrong and they can't get a diagnosis. So like, imagine that, like you're like, they're trying to figure out what, what's like, you know, how to, how to be better and how to, how to get well. And they don't like, they're struggling to even get a diagnosis. So I think with this, like th- that thought for me is that aren't I lucky that I know what my problem is? Like my problem is poor blood sugar control. And also aren't I lucky that I have the freedom to be able to like take actions to met- to, to like m- mitigate this problem, like manage this problem without any downsides, without having to have medication. Like you know, not that there's anything wrong with having medication, like if you need it, go for it. But just like that thought process of aren't I lucky that that I know what it is and aren't I lucky that I am able to manage this? Like that really feels good to me. <laughs> and I think that's another part of why it's easy for me to have diabetes because I just like it's just really easy. Um, so if you're, yeah, like just re, just this thought that everyone has something wrong with them and everyone has something that they're dealing with. So when you look at someone else and they're able to eat bread, sure, like they're able to eat bread, but, you know, they, they might have, I don't know, ingrown toenails, I don't know, whatever it is, like, you know, there'll be something else that they have that, that doesn't work well with them. So so I think that, that so there's two thoughts. One is that I can't, this I don't. And this other one is like, you know, everyone else has something wrong with them. And so this is me and I'm okay. Like, and that's okay. Um, so it's like coming from this acceptance place of it, it's okay that I have these, this, this thing. Um, and then another, another like mindset thing that I think is really helpful is just remembering like in most cases with these dietary requirements and dietary restrictions like you don't actually have to do it perfectly to get results like um and particularly like, i guess there is the, the 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 case of like celiac um you know if you've got an anaphylactic reaction to something yeah you do have to be pretty on top of it However, like for most of us and for most of the things that like my Irishman with his low sulfur thing, like it was, you know, it was okay for him to have small bits of stuff that wasn't, that weren't on the list. Um, you know, for most, we don't have to get it perfectly. So if there's something that you really love that's on your list of things, like just know that like you don't have to be 100% all the time on top of this and like it's maybe it's worth it to plan and have if you're gluten sensitive like a wheat sensitive if you really love croissants like plan and have some croissants once a month or whatever time frame feels good so that you are able to um 
yeah, like that 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 you you are you aren't like you know one hundred percent restricting on, around whatever it is. Um, and then another the other thing is um, in terms of practicality, like it's just getting more into the practicalities is like just all oh, this is a mindset thing is like focusing on what you can eat because most of these dietary requirements they are defined by district restrictions so like you know um it's defined by gluten-free or it's defined by dairy-free like that's how we define it so our brain's not not focusing on the stuff that we like aren't able to have or that we were choosing not to have so what we want to do instead is just like so this low sulfur thing it was like yeah okay let's focus on the things that we that are like are going to be good for us and what you can eat and the thing is that like if you're even if you're like you're not eating dairy like there's so many foods like there's all the nuts there's like all the all the vegetables like there's so many things all, all the oils like there's so many things that you can that you know you can have but if you're thinking oh i can't have dairy can't have dairy then all you're thinking is cheese and butter and cream whereas if you you're thinking oh i can you know i i can have nuts i can have like make cashew yogurt i can have um you know avocado like i can get all my creaminess from coconut oil like like there's so many options so just focusing your direction on what you can eat is super super helpful um okay and then in terms of like our manifesto like i think like the, the like the naturally healthy club manifesto a couple of things i wanted to remind you of from that that i think are really helpful for um for special dietary requirements and just the thought that you know we trust our internal nutrition compass so that is a very empowering thought because it's it's like yeah i'm gonna i'm, I'm learning what works for me um, prioritizing protein is another one on the manifesto that I think is very helpful for these because in most dietary requirements, um, like, you know, particularly with the gluten and the dairy, which are the most common, um, and even nut allergies, like, like animal protein and is usually fine. So, you know, having more protein can be a really helpful way to focus your mind on, on the foods that are going to feel good. And then the last one from the manifesto that I just thought I'd remind everyone of is just this idea that we love failing and learning and just how having an experimental mindset with this is really helpful. So if you, um, yeah, just, just any situation. So like, you know, you go out for lunch or you go to a friend's place and then you end up having some, like having eating something that you, you know, isn't part of like your special diet, then and you know you have a reaction to it rather than like you know beating yourself up and you know just feeling even worse because you failed and like you know giving yourself a hard time about it you know just remembering that this is part of the process like we're human we're going to mess up like it's not and then just like think, thinking about like oh okay well what can I learn from this and maybe it is like when I go to this friend's house I need to like let them know or I need to offer to bring something that's going to be fine for me to eat or you know maybe it's if you went out to a restaurant that you know next time like you want to go to a restaurant that has a menu online so you can check the menu online beforehand and if if it's not going to be suitable then maybe you suggest a different restaurant um you know and i actually that's very rare for me to need to do that but um the week last week we um we're 
I had to take the boys to the dentist. So we're going to be in town. So we're going to go out for family dinner and the boys wanted to get a pizza, but the pizza restaurant that they've chosen, all it does is pizza and their salads are really bad. So I actually went online and I had another look at their menu and I was like, oh, this is really bad. Can't you guys go another time when I'm not here? And we actually, you know, we chosen to go to a different restaurant and they were and they were going to have like this place had the place where we went was had chips so they were really happy and you know, it was all all fine but you know it was worth it for me to do that research think it through and you know choose a different place because I didn't really want pizza like if I would have been in a very different situation if I had have wanted pizza um but yeah like so yeah the the experimental mindset like and just remembering that if you if I had have gone to the pizza restaurant and actually we did go there for my Irishman's half birthday like six months ago and it like I ordered the salad it wasn't great like it was just you know so I had learned from that experience and I didn't give myself a hard time about it so that's like all the mindset stuff and the biggest one I want you to take away is just this this thought of I can't versus I don't and also just remembering that everyone has something. So this is your thing. You may have other things as well. <laughs> and as we get old the list of things tends to get longer but that's okay. Like that's part of being human, it's part of being a biological creature. And yeah, like though if you can just take those two thoughts, that's really going to change how you feel about your um about your your condition and that's really going to make a difference so um then before we get into practicalities how are we going Aileen still just you or me is there um is there anything that's like that's any thoughts that you have anything that's, that's... I I do really like that that I don't versus I can't because this is for me this is a lifelong journey since I've been 20 so we're now 23 years of various special diets and and certainly right at when your father 23 years ago it was not in vogue there was no right there wasn't all these gluten-free options or wheat-free options or dairy-free options people didn't didn't get it for me to say I I don't eat dairy I don't eat wheat I don't eat sugar it was really so, so now with a lot more choices, it does make things easier. Although now things have shifted for me, which is a whole nother, that's a whole nother rigmarole. But yes, I really do like that I don't versus I can't. Although it's something to think about when you tell people that it feels a little bit sort of snobby to say, oh, well, right, I don't eat, right. right? So that that's something to, to make maybe more of a conversation, you know, depending on who it is, if you're going to a friend's house and to say, oh, well, I want to let you know, I don't eat dairy because it really doesn't affect, I, I have bad reaction, or, right? Just to give it a little bit of a qualifier. Otherwise it sounds sort of really snobby. Yeah, actually. And that's a good distinction, Aideen. I think maybe, and maybe like in that case, like tell it when you're describing it to other people, like saying I can't actually is helpful because, that's like it's less about it's like you know this this is kind of beyond my control kind of thing so I want I'm wondering if it's actually more, like if you're finding it a bit when you're talking to other people yeah like saying I can't to the other people if that's something that you need to stick to and um but then when you're thinking about it in your own mind just reminding yourself that yeah no this is a choice like 
Yeah. Yeah. And actually, while we, yeah, when we're talking about, while we're talking about other people, I guess that's another good thing to remember is like, if you're going to someone's house, like for me, like, and I do this on a case by case basis, like I've actually chosen that I've decided that, you know, generally I don't, if someone like, I don't have any dietary requirements. So, or if I go to a restaurant, I don't say I have dietary requirements and I'm just willing to, if I need to eat pizza or I need to eat, if they're serving pasta, I'm happy to eat. And I'll actually, I'll enjoy having some pasta for a change. You know, my blood, blood sugar will be up and that's like, it's not going to be a big deal. Um, so for me, eating in social situations becomes easier because I know that I can make that choice. Whereas if, yeah, like, because my reaction to it isn't like, it's not the end of the world for me to have some high blood sugar for one day. Like I don't even feel any different. Like when I scale, the scale will be up, but it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's no biggie. So I'd rather make that choice, but I guess, yeah, it, it's different. If you, if you are going to have a reaction that you don't want to have, then yeah, like that can be something to, but I do think it's so much more, there's so much more awareness now that I, I don't think it's the same. It's not the same as when I was in university 23 years ago and needed to eat. Yeah, of course. I, I did a course and I went to Ottawa and I had to eat in the cafeteria and I have to, they made me special meals for every meal because there was no such thing at that time, sort of mainstream. So yeah, it just depends right. on, I think now is easier. Yeah, so I guess that's sort of something that's really a nice thought, isn't it? That we've come so far with it. Yeah. Yeah. Awareness is, it, it is, it is. Also, I have bad perfume allergies, and that's so much more um, of a, an awareness thing. What's, perfume what was allergies. the allergy? Sorry, Nadine? So scent allergies. Oh, right. So perfume and cologne and hand lotion, hand sanitizer is just been my nightmare of the past two years the smell I get migraines and asthma attacks it's not so but it certainly is much more awareness once again not 30 years ago when I discovered I had it yeah right right yeah cool so is there anything you wanted to coach on today Aideen we... um, so what are we the what are the things oh yeah. Um, oh, the brain is tired. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, I guess for me, sort of because this is a life, this has been a lifelong thing. My whole, when I was 20, I was really ill. And so we did, we went to naturopaths and all kinds of stuff and we did tests. And so once again, I got the big long list, but basically it boiled down to wheat, dairy and refined sugar, which lasted me pretty well until... <laughs> I had my children, thank you children, and my whole body chemistry changed, along with, of course, the fact, time and effort it takes to feed yourself a different diet than mainstream diet becomes more of an issue. So I sort of fell off the wagon and really, you know, suffered the consequences of, because so the wheat sugar dairy is um, a lot of gut issues and, and bad headaches. Actually, when I'm, when I'm actually working well, I can smell a food and tell if it will, if I will react to it. 
So wow, so that's kind yeah. of a superpower, Aideen. <laughs> it's really, it's really cool. Yeah, um, I I can absolutely smell those things in foods. Um, but you know, once again, now we're into I feel left out, right? Because my kids, Sophia, I'll come to you, okay? Go, I'll come to you. No, shoot, shoot, shoot. Sorry, my little one just went. No, that's okay. Oh, Aideen, that's okay. When you're ready to come back, jump back in, Aideen. I'll, um, I'll actually, I'll just talk about practicalities. Oh, she's back. I, I just sent I just sent her away quickly. Okay. Because <laughs> of course it's bedtime here in 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 our land. Oh yeah, of course. Um, so, so the one thing, like I feel left out. Do you think that's the? Yeah, that's now because I know. So I do actually now have an anaphylactic allergy. I have buckwheat anaphylactic allergy, which is sort of I I know. I went to the allergist thirty five years. She said. I've met one person in 35 years. They had to crack the bottle to test it. I said, I know I have it. And they absolutely, that's what showed up. Right. Um, Fascinating. It's really, so, so once I think part of it is the the changing. Um, So yes, but the, the feeling, the feeling left out and not that's hard, but also I've spent my whole life like thinking listening to my body because she's very good at telling me what is and what isn't but stuff keeps shifting on me and it's really been hard because the past year or so I've lost meat a lot like basically no meat all right right which has been a hard um so actually since last week and stuff I did eat some more meat it doesn't it no longer makes me sick because it was really a year of the smell of it made me gag so um but I know that I'm hungry I can tell that my body is hungry and definitely I've always been a protein person never a carbs person and I feel like I don't even know where to get enough protein to feed myself so okay um so that's um so the the meat has become a really a a gut issue so it's not not sort of a, as much of a reaction, but I know that my gut health is really important. I've struggled with that since, since I was an infant, my mother said, since I was an infant, she was feeding me prune juice, like just there. It's so that's always been an issue and just trying to, to listen to that, but also then not to be hungry is sort of been a hard balance. And then on top of everything, because I really, I've been coming and listening and and trying things. The enough thing is a really interesting thing because I always thought I was eating enough, but I realized I'm never eating enough. I'm always wanting to snack because I don't think I'm eating enough when it's a meal time. I always try to just not, I don't know why. I don't know where that has come from or what. Like I don't eat until I feel full. Because you so do, I did like, that, a, is there been a desire to lose weight? Like that's no, no, no. It's not. It's not from that. I think it's just. I really, I tie eating to rest and to to reading and to to downtime. So I'm constantly sort of I'm a snacky kind of person because I want to rest. 
Right. And, and that was a, that's a childhood thing that I was trained. You weren't allowed to rest, but eating was, was okay. So yeah, right. Yeah. Um, my large one is here listening. That's okay. Oh, She's okay. <laughs> that's um, so good. We, we welcome all family members. <laughs> I almost never disappear in the house so that's very you know to say well why is mommy not accessible is a very yeah I get that difficult thing Um, so yeah so sort of it it struggles sort of many layers of things um but definitely I, I know, right, so I, I did today, for example, we were out, and so we got ice cream, everybody had ice cream cones, so I did, I had one, and I know that that's, you know, will, I will deal with that, I have a headache, um, and, <laughs> and deal with what, what will, sort of the downfall tomorrow, um, but it's more, I really am struggling, because the getting rid of wheat, sugar, dairy is no longer making me feel good. It no longer sort of solves my gut issues. And so that's why sort of with the meat disappearing, it, it still, it, it doesn't feel right. And I'm just not sure where to head because I don't want to take any more food out of my system. system. <laughs> I'm hungry and I just don't know what else to eat. And eat meat. Yeah. So we need to, Yeah. So do you think like that's the biggest thing that we should coach on today, Aideen, like rather than the feeling left out? Yeah, because that's less of an issue. It's more what, what, what do I eat? What direction do I take in order to get enough food? Because my body's telling me even today, I know I didn't eat enough. My legs are sore. It's all I have a B vitamin deficiency. I have lots of weird things, um, but I know most of them, but I used to be able to make all these choices and then I knew that I was going to feel better. Yeah. But I can't find that balanced place anymore. Okay. And actually, and let's just that we probably won't have time today, but just this idea of like snacking and snack equals rest that's a future yeah. coaching topic. <laughs> I know, I know, I know it's coming. I know it's coming. I know myself, I'm a food soother, okay. like off Thank constantly. constantly. Okay, we just put that, at the, we'll put that one to the back burner, AD. Yeah. I know yeah. it's there. I know it's coming. <laughs> I printed out the self, self-soothe self list of, of without food. So I just right. have that already printed and it's <laughs> there on my desk to just, think about as as things are happening but much more I'm really working on my awareness of that and and trying to yeah okay but I think you're right like this this thought of like your allergies are changing your sensitivities are changing and so that's really tricky because it's like so is there anything that you know like that you have at the moment that feels that does feel good like is there anything at all so I have um, a, a sweet potato and bean dish with cucumber and goat yogurt that I make with some spices, cumin, Yum. paprika, cinnamon. Um, yeah, I found this recipe and I know that if I have it, that will sort of just at least make my system move. 
So I've been trying to just put that into my, you know, at least every other day. It doesn't always, I don't always want to eat it necessarily, but I'm sort of just starting to say there isn't a choice. It's working. I just need something that's making things happen. And I don't know what part of it works but sort of that combo seems to work pretty well. Okay, so we've got we've got one meal. That's good. And That's eggs are always one thing that we can focus on. That's good. Yes. And eggs are eggs are pretty clear. I mean, I don't notice that they're they're worse that, that anything changes. So I have, you know, I make um, eggs and banana pancakes. I make eggs and ground almond pancakes. So Great. I have those. Um, as kind of right so when they have pancakes I don't you know I have many alter because I've been doing this for such a long time I have lots of alternatives to things yeah um so that's you know it's just I basically also lost all grains no grain feels good at all yeah I don't have any grains either 18 so that's yeah. easy yeah so let's remember you know we're, we're focusing our brain on like right. what what so, works so you've got so, like eggs in that and you've got sweet potato beans and and keep and I also make um a green bean tomato onion thing with potatoes um that my best friend who's Greek taught me how to make and so that I'll have sometimes with eggs sometimes I mix it with quinoa and that also seems to not disrupt the system okay in theory great great so that's three things so you've got the green bean dish oh and um and fish chowder is okay so fish seems to also be okay oh great Um, so I make um so I can sardines for when I'm just hungry and I can't bother to fuss can sardines (laughs) is so good yeah it's so good and it's just open and voila food and I don't have to turn on the stove um I also make myself a fish chowder so with um coconut milk instead of dairy yeah, um, and scallops and salmon and like canned salmon and and white fish so that I also have. So also those kinds of things I have frozen in jars in the freezer so that I don't have to. I can't start cooking everything like that from scratch. Brilliant, 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 brilliant. They go, Aideen. Yeah, it's true. I have more more things than. I guess it's hard. I get to a point where it's hard. I'm not somebody who wants to eat the same thing every day. Yeah. Okay. Because I know you said you know sort of have your and I do go-to have my meals. go-to meals. Yeah. Um, but I am a really bad cheese addict. So I know <laughs> the big one just says yes. Um, sort of like an apple okay. and a piece of. So I've been doing Swiss cheese with no lactose. Probably is still not great. Um, but I'm just mm-hmm. so desperate for just to have something that feels more <laughs> meat-like. Does that make sense? Feels yeah. more what cheese? Like more yeah. like animal animal products, right? Like I've been such a, a meat eater my whole life, meat that to have lost all the meat feels really yeah. hard. Okay, and of course that feels hard, Aideen, and. Like maybe like just like letting yourself mourn, like letting yourself like go, oh man, like that's like 
that's really hard like I miss all that stuff like I miss that meat and I miss I miss having like whatever else you miss and just being okay with that like just letting yourself feel that sadness and that grief about it because you're probably like pushing on it a little way like trying not to feel it like yes you are right very much so yeah and of course like it's disappointing (laughs) like just letting yourself feel it they're so annoying today yeah oh Aideen I really feel for you I'm so sorry I just want to focus (laughs) okay but this is part of my difficulty of Do you need to go, Aideen? Because we can. No, it's fine. No, we're I. We're going to do another call. Part of my problem is that I. That the line between them, like, that there is never any mummy time alone. That just for me to just even stop to think about how I feel is a hard, hard. thing. That, that they're always, they're always taking, and I just. Right. And then food becomes the place where it's, I can just say, no, a mummy's eating and it's my time. Right. So once again, <laughs> back to that. Yeah. Okay, so, right. right. So morning, yes. Morning things that to be okay to feel sad. Yeah. Yeah. It's okay to feel sad about it. Yeah. That's, yeah. And also like, like, like all those, the, the list of foods that you just, that we just went through, Aideen, like there's plenty of things there that are going to get like that, like there's enough nutrition there, like there's enough for your body there, like. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, so like, and just maybe this thought of like, I need a lot of variety. I don't want to eat the same thing all the time. Like, that's just a thought. Hmm. So. That's true. Yeah. Okay. And it's it's probably, like, given your situation, it's not a really <laughs> helpful one, hey. Helpful, <laughs> no. No. So maybe, you also, know, it's, it's yeah. better for me to eat, be, be bored with my food than to be sick. <laughs> yeah. And also then I, I spend so much time obsessing about what I'm going to eat next so much time yeah okay and that's Should okay add something into my belief plan it's better that i'm doing my best has been helping that that's yeah, what i have great great that's, yeah that's I'm doing been... the best. and and for the little yeah. ones as well like remember they're just do- they're doing the best that they yes. can even when they're driving yes. you crazy <laughs> and you've got like no I, space I, like that's yes. like that. I find that in my parenting, like that's a really helpful thought. Like when they're really like, yeah, like they're doing the best they can. I'm doing the best I can. Yeah. That, that has helped a lot this, the week of that's just been, that's all. It's just change is possible and I'm doing the best. And oh, are your small people coming at you too? Yeah. 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 So it's okay. like, yeah, and it's like baby steps, Aideen. Like we're just doing it like, you know, one one thing at a time. Mm. Yeah. 
And yeah, like you don't have to do it perfectly. So maybe just a week of those things that I know feel okay. Yeah. And see how, how that, because I know, I know, I know how I feel. I know that there's so many emotional things that I just are, are still are so out of whack and I'm so, and that, that the food triggers those things too. Yeah, I, of I course know it does. It, yeah. I know that that's not helpful. Yeah. So like, yeah, like having plan, having like getting a plan so that you, you, cause you've got, you've got, you know what you, you've got a big list there of things that you know are good for you. And just like having an experiment with that. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And also maybe like with the snacking thing, like maybe that's too much to change right now. Like, cause that's a, that's a big comfort thing. So like trying yeah. to change that now is probably a bit too much. So maybe like, but with the snacking, like think about like, what are some snack op- like coming up with some snack options that you ca- have that like you've sardines, you, like you lit up when we were talking about sardines. Um, <laughs> Yeah, but, like, but usually so, it's fruit. So my snack options is an apple or an orange. Okay. So it's and not. I'm not sitting those? and eating cookies. Yes, yes, yes. I'm a fruit person. So I'm not eating a bag of chips. I'm not eating cookies or the or ice or snacks. I'm eating an apple or an orange. That's my. Okay. My hey, Aileen, can my, you just pause snack. for a sec? I just need to. Um, yes, of course. I just need to take talk to Glenn. Yes. Are you okay to do it? Okay. okay. <laughs> Sorry, Aideen. No, no worries. Are you it's, kidding um, me? My children. My, my oldest is like he's got it. Um, Glenn was just here. He's seeking it. We need to pick him up from school. So. Oh no. Um, but no, no, it's okay. He's Glenn's going to get him. So okay. Okay. Yes, I the children is a whole nother. You know, that and that was a thing, right? When it was just me and I, right, as 10 years of worrying about small people has really just drained so much of the time. And and I really the pandemic really screwed me over because I was the little one okay. just go to school and that's yeah so yeah, let's they've now been in, home for two years yeah yes. and it's and like that's another thing that you can have like on your list of things to mourn like yeah it's yeah. okay to feel oh sad about that yeah I feel sad a lot I just don't identify why I feel sad and but that's okay that's too like yeah yeah, it's like the, so the first, like when you're feeling sad a lot, like the first step is just being okay, accepting like whatever is coming up. Because the thing is, if you're feeling sad and then you're judging yourself and you're fighting against it, and you're like, I shouldn't be sad and giving yourself a hard time. Like that's like piling more negative on top of the already mysterious whatever's going on. Yes. Yes. I'm good at that. Yeah. I never realized yeah. so much that I was a self-perfectionist because I just, it was, everything was easy. And then 
children make things not easy anymore because you have to really see yourself. <laughs> yeah. 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 And that's okay. I didn't like, yeah, I think like the thought that really helps me with all this is like, we're doing the best we can. Yeah. I like my, yes, it's green. I keep, I changed colors once I went because I write everything. I like writing in pretty colors and it was bright and cheery and sparkly purple. And then I, when you said I should be doing the best, just doing the best, doing my best, I changed to green and that actually felt better. Just calm. So yeah. Green's a nice calm color. Hey, it's like, so yeah. Sparkly and so cheery and so correct it didn't have to be just doing the best yeah 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 so let's Again. um i didn't let snack so you sorry we're going to interrupt you with, with the snack so you you so you like snacking on fruit and they that's yes. fine for you yes 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 okay awesome okay we'll keep keep don't yeah. try and change the snack behavior we want to just but we want to get you to a place where you're feeling like you've got good options that you can and also I think that eating enough will also help because I just never feel like I've eaten enough I don't know why great where that's come from that I I, I thought when you talked about it, I thought oh I'm good I I know when I I know when I'm full and then I was eating and I thought okay I would stop because I'd, I'd stop. I made. Oh, well, you finished it. What's on your plate? Yeah. So That's for you, the like, challenge might actually be putting more food on your plate or going back for more food after. Yeah. It's ma- making more for me because I usually, I sort of either I make it like a big pot of something and then just serve myself, but then to go back. But I, sort of freeze single servings. And then once I finish that serving, I assume that did. I don't get any more. Right, but so, if you feel like you, if you don't feel satisfied, eating, like get an apple, go get a can of sardines, like have more. I need to have more because I did realize Saturday they were sleeping over at my parents. So I had that. So then I could spend some time and think about how I was feeling and how I was eating. And that, that that's where I started realizing I didn't eat enough. And so then I kept eating at lunchtime and I, finally felt okay I'm I've had enough and then I didn't want to snack in the afternoon because I had eaten enough food so I think that part of it is that that just not eating enough yeah so let's do the enough challenge for eating is like rather than most people like I'm trying to get them to like leave food on their plate we're like eating we're gonna go like you're gonna have some more brilliant I'd never, but I really think that that's part of, part of the, part of that. And, 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 and that I'm, I, I feel like I don't have enough, that I, I don't have enough options or choices, but I'm actually just not eating enough. And maybe it came from when the children were little and I just had to grab whatever I could yeah, in whatever I time I could when they were infants and babies and then never shifted shifted the behavior so it's okay it's okay for me to go back for more 18 like that's a thought it's okay for me to it's actually going to be better if I feel satisfied I eat enough 
Yeah. Okay. How does that, that feel, feel Aiden? That feels that feels good. That was some great That's coaching. Good. Like, <laughs> yeah, and it's okay to do the snacks if you need snacks. They're good too. Like, yeah, and certainly. I mean, I've I've always been that. I'm I'm not a a junk food snacker. It's just fruit. Great. That's yeah. What awesome. I want, so. Yeah. Yeah, and like, yeah, you've got some good meal options. So let's. Yeah. And, and well, if it's just you and me on Sundays, I will let you know how it goes. Well, I'll let you know either way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but, so we're going to do another special diets call because, um, oh, right. who, um, Denise, she's needs to be low sodium. So she, mm-hmm. so we're going to do the next one in two weeks time. Cause she couldn't okay. make, she originally could make this one and then she couldn't. So, okay. um, yeah, that's cool. I'm, I'm I, luckily for me, salt is not a problem, but you know, yeah, yeah. The principles are the same. <laughs> yes, yes. No, and it would be nice to to have, you know, once again, it's to feel like we're not alone. And, yeah, and I know, exactly. I know yeah. that. Yeah, other people have got stuff that they're dealing with. Yeah. And and certainly, you know, I have, I, I know that, but that is a good, it is a good thought to remember that, that, that aren't I lucky that I know what's wrong. And then that's where I was just, you know, it's a hard thing as things are shifting because for so long I did know how to solve the things. And then as my body has shifted now, I think that it's not worth it even to go through those things, but, but it is, it is it worth, is it, worth to, it. Yeah. That's good. Self-coaching that, the answer. I mean, like it, it is worth it. Cause it's just like, when you feel blah, it just makes all of life so much harder. Whereas if your gut's feeling good, like, yeah. Yeah, I know. It's going to yeah. make all the other hard parts of life a little bit less hard. A little it's bit very, less it hard. It is true. Yeah. It is so true. And I, but the permission to just eat more, I know that's so weird. Everybody else has to eat less. But <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, I'm positive because the day that I ate what I felt like was enough, the scale went down. Right, right. Because, yeah, down. there you go. Because I wasn't. I wasn't always just grabbing, grabbing, grabbing. Yeah. Yeah. And feeling hungry. So, yeah. All right. I'm going to do my enough challenge, but on the concept that. Well, it's the same as yeah, it's enough is enough. Enough is perfect. Enough is That's enough. what we're all, you're approaching it from a different angle, but we're all aiming for the same like yes. point. And, and, and I did. And even on one, one of the meals on Saturday or Sunday, no, was Friday or Saturday. I ate some and then I didn't want very much. And I thought, you know what? I'm going to stop. That's enough. <laughs> I'm good. I'm en- that's enough. It just because it's what I thought was the right serving doesn't make it the right amount. Yeah. Yeah. That's- because our brains don't know. Like they're doing the best they can. Like they're trying to give us the right serving, but our tummy's like, like that. that's where all the senses are. So Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Thank you. Oh, I didn't awesome, mean it just to be you and me, but that was so great. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, it was really good. Okay. Well, have a good, good week, Aiden. I'll look forward to Perfect. hearing how you get on. Thank you. Bye.